Good afternoon. You're watching ABS-CBN special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Michelle Long. The Philippine Labor Department now lacks funds for cash aid to more than a million workers who have suffered income loss during the lockdown in Luzon. That's according to Labor Secretary Sylvester Belli III, who says some 1.5 million workers have applied for the 5,000 peso aid from the agency. Only 435,000 have so far been approved, and the department will already be shelling out at least 2 billion pesos for them. The cash aid will be released this week. Nararamdaman ko rin yung impatient ng ating mga kababayan kasi alam natin gutom sila eh. eh hindi natin masisisi sila pag nagre-reklamo sila. Government is doing everything it can do to give them the assistance they deserve. Alam namin yan, they deserve it. Obligasyon namin ibigay sa kanila yan. Kaya lang konting, dapat konting pasensya lang po. Basta pararatingin namin yan. Secretary Bellio says the remaining 1 million workers with pending applications will now be assisted instead by the Finance Department, which recently unveiled a 51 billion peso wage subsidy program for workers in small businesses. Bellio adds the Labor Department will no longer accept cash aid applications. Activists slammed the Philippine government's cash aid program for workers affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. The labor group, Kilosang Mayo Uno, or KMU, calls the assistance a bureaucratic mess, claiming the money isn't reaching the targeted beneficiaries. The KMU's criticisms come after the Philippine Labor Department said it does not have enough funds to cover the cash aid for more than a million workers. It also warns of more hardships for workers in the coming months because of the economic impact of the lockdown in Luzon. The Philippine Bureau of Internal Revenue gives Filipinos until May 30 to settle their 2019 income taxes due to the extension of the enhanced community quarantine in Luzon. The agency's latest revenue regulation pushes back most tax payment deadlines, including the filing of income tax returns, until the end of May without any penalties. Bayard Deputy Commissioner Arnel Gubala adds, company donations to the fight against COVID-19 will not be taxed. Ang pinaka-importanting feature po dito ay yung annual ITR po natin na magjuju ng May 15 na extend po siya hanggang May 30. So yung uh, ating pong mga kababayan, mga individual at saka yung mga korporasyon na extend din po na hanggang May 30 na magbayad po sila ng kanilang annual filing ng income tax. Majority of Philippine senators want Health Secretary Francisco Dugan III out of the Health Department. Senators filed a resolution today calling for Duque's immediate resignation, citing his failure to address the COVID-19 outbreak. Those who signed the resolution are Senate President Tito Soto and Senators Ralph Recto, Miguel Zubiri, Sani Angada, Nancy Binay, Grace Poe, Manny Pacquiao, Sherwin Gachalian, Francis Tolentino, Joel Villanueva, Ronald De La Rosa, Amy Marcos, Lito Lapid, Bong Villa, and Panfilo Lacson. Senator Angada, who has recovered from his bout with COVID-19, said Duque cannot continue being the health chief if the country wants to defeat the virus. Angada says the Philippines was late in testing suspected cases, contact tracing is almost non-existent, and hospitals are short in supply of protective gear.
The Philippine government eyes the partial lifting of the enhanced community quarantine in some parts of the country after April 30. But Interior Local Government Undersecretary Jonathan Malaya clarifies that it will still depend on how the local government units will perform in the next 14 days. Among the factors authorities will watch out for include the success of each area's mass testing efforts and isolation of COVID-19 patients. We are able to make that happen. The results will show next week. And if the results show that we have uh, flattened the curve, then we can talk about a uh, partial lifting. I think uh, some areas of Mindanao, Visayas, maybe even the Bicol region, regions one, one and two, are already potential places where we can do the lifting. Meanwhile, the DILG has issued show cause orders to three governors, two mayors, and at least two Metro Manila Village officials for allegedly violating the government's quarantine measures. This is really the first time that we have issued Shokos orders mm. um, throughout this ECQ. Um, really, the first time was in Montalban and another one in Cavite. We would warn them first, no? We would warn them, negotiate with them, talk to them. But um, if they uh, resist, no? To follow national guidelines, that's the only time uh, we issue uh, Shokos orders. So far, we have not issued more than 10. The Philippine government set to open more quarantine facilities to accommodate the rising number of COVID-19 patients. National Task Force Against COVID-19 Chief Implementer Carlito Galvez Jr. says the quarantine facility at the ASEAN Convention Center in Clark, Pampanga is now ready for use. It houses 150 beds for COVID-19 patients. Meanwhile, Galvez says the quarantine facility at the National Government Administrative Center, New Clark City, Kapastarlak, is also ready to begin operations. It can accommodate close to 700 COVID-19 patients with no or mild symptoms. We have a, a new uh, quarantine facility hospitals, very, very, you know, very accommodating and very comfortable, uh, one more or less 1,000. This is good for... Tarlac and uh, Tarlac and Pampanga, and uh, we believe the Region 3 can, can also go here and uh, be accommodated. And uh, we are very thankful that uh, the governor of uh, Pampanga and also Tarlac is uh, very, very, uh, called it, uh, very, very uh, aggressive and proactive in really uh, looking at the uh, biosafety of their constituents. The Philippines could soon participate in clinical trials for an anti-flu drug from Japan believed to be effective against COVID-19. According to the Interagency Task Force spokesman and Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nograles, President Rodrigo Duterte discussed the issue with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe during the virtual ASEAN Plus 3 Summit on COVID-19 earlier this week. According to Prime Minister Abe, there are about 50 countries that are interested in studying this drug further. And Prime Minister Abe gave special mention to President Duterte in this regard. The anti-flu drug called Avigan was approved for medical use in Japan in 2014. Some hospitals in the U.S. are set to launch clinical trials of Avigan for its own fight against COVID-19. 
Oxfam Philippines estimates the coronavirus pandemic could plunge some half a billion people around the world into poverty. The group expects people around the world to likely lose about 20% of their income because of the health crisis. Majority of them from the informal sector, especially women. Oxfam calls on world leaders to adopt a six-point action plan that would include canceling debt and bailing out businesses. This is a time not just for addressing the health dimensions of the crisis, but maybe this is also a time to address the inequalities that persist in society even before and can be intensified by the crisis. I think a crisis is a time for reassessing priorities. Um, and that's why we're calling for uh, uh, creditors um, to suspend debt payment. I think um, the government needs to rethink why it would need to um, honor those commitments when those commitments are no longer obligations. And, mm -hmm. and also rethink how it can use, potentially use that money for other priorities. Now, finance officials from the group of 20 major economies agree to suspend debt service payments for the world's poorest countries. That will help them deal with the coronavirus pandemic, which has sparked what may be one of the steepest global recessions since the Great Depression of the 1930s. According to the finance minister of France, some 76 countries would be eligible to have payments worth an overall $20 billion suspended by private and official creditors. But there's still a remaining $12 billion in payments to multilateral institutions that will have to be sorted out. The payment suspensions will take effect on May 1st until the end of this year. In other news, the International Monetary Fund sees low growth for the Philippines this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But the fund's director for Asia-Pacific, Chang Yong-ri, says Philippine growth will likely recover 6 uh, to 7.6% by next year if the virus is contained. Ri explains COVID-19 spread is expected to peak in the second quarter of 2020, with most economies recovering in the second half. As for the rest of the region, the IMF expects almost zero growth in Asia for 2020, while developed economies would see negative growth. Much worse than the growth during the global financial crisis or Asian financial crisis in 1997. Actually, Asia has never experienced zero growth rate in the last 60 years. So this is a really big issue, and then it has a large impact for the many emerging economies in Asia, including the Philippines. And then another problem is that this is not a local issue; this is a global issue. Unless we see the containment of virus across the world, it will be very hard to see the fast recovery. Finance Secretary Sunny Dominguez says the Philippines will not consider a moratorium on paying the government's debt obligations. Several lawmakers have called on the government to stop paying its obligations temporarily to free up more money for its COVID-19 response. Dominguez argues a moratorium may risk the country's reputation in the global financial market and its access to cheap loans that could be used for the economy's recovery. 
The Philippine government blames poor public discipline for the country's unflattering tag as having the most number of COVID-19 cases among ASEAN countries. The palace reiterates its appeal to Filipinos to just stay home to help curb the spread of the disease. Malacanang notes the spike in the number of infections after Holy Week is not surprising after people recently thronged public markets. Well, hindi po natin madideny yung datos na yan. No? Pero ang ginagawa nga po natin, unang-una, nananawagan, nakikiusap sa lahat ng mga Pilipino. Number one na naman tayo sa ASEAN sa dami ng COVID-19. Nakakahiya po yan. Itigil nyo na yung pagiging pasaway. Manatili kayo sa inyong mga tahanan. Kung ikukumpira nyo ang ECQ sa ibang bansa, sa Singapore, lahat sumusunod. Sa Malaysia, ganyan din. Dito lang sa Pilipinas, nagkaroon ng traffic sa SLEX at sa Divisoria, despite ECQ. Mahiya naman po tayo. The palace says there's a need to keep the enhanced community quarantine in place until April 30 as government explores its next option. The Philippine government anticipating the country's transition to a new normal in the midst of COVID-19. Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia says forward planning involves improving the country's health capacity as well as public and business confidence. Pernia says they hope to release next week an assessment of consumer and business outlook based on their survey on the impact of COVID-19. From... Uh... Uh, Bayanihan healing as one to Bayanihan to recover as one. Ang, 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 ang theme dito. We have to uh, rebuild the confidence of people in our health capacity system. We have to uh, <clears throat> rebuild the confidence of uh, consumers in the economy. We need to also uh, you know, rebuild the uh, confidence of business of the business sector in the economy. Pernia says he's in favor of the partial lifting of the enhanced community quarantine, including essential goods and services. He says government is also looking to ease transportation restrictions. Work on some key infrastructure projects will also resume. Gusto namin maka-resume na yung build, build, build. Especially yung Skyway connecting NLEX and SLEX, dapat mag-resume ng MRT at saka LRT uh, rehabilitation and maintenance. Siguro uh, crossing cities uh, across uh, Metro Manila, which is mm -hmm. prohibited now, that, sh that should be allowed already. A calibrated opening, mm -hmm. siguro of uh, malls and other and other areas na where we can still have uh, the necessary safeguards against uh, no, against uh, contracting the disease. Now we have this, Justin. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas has cut key interest rates by another 50 basis points in an off-cycle move. It had cut rates by 50 bips in March and 25 bips in February. Now this latest cut will bring the key interest rate, also known as the BSP's Overnight Reverse Repurchase Facility, or RRP, to 2.75%. This rate is used as a benchmark for all lending and savings rates here in 
the Philippines. And that will do it for the show. I'm Michelle Long. Keep it here for ABS-CBN special coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for watching.